Welcome back to Pricking the Bubble. This is Mike the Llama joining you once again. And uh, a special hello there to our regular guest, special guest, not so special, Dr. Brant Raven. How you doing? Mike the Llama, how are we? We're here for another week. We are. In in, in home detention, um, I've got to say. <laughs> it gets more draconian every time you talk about it. There's some oh. sort of... Look, you know, I, I, I gotta say, I'm I, I don't know how I'm dealing with it. It's uh it's quite a quite a crazy situation. Well, you didn't but anyway, have to wear the suit with the white suit with the arrows on it just to make it seem more legitimate. But anyway, Audio Pete, how are you? Hello. How are you both? Very well. Good. Very well, Audio. How are you? You well? Good, but um, I can hardly hear you, so I've I've got my my uh <laughs> Uh, my device quite close to me so that I can monitor the conversation closely. I did okay. wonder why Are you, you saying were... you can hardly hear me talk. Yes, that's great. <laughs> that's very good. No, both oh. of you. Both of you. Oh. oh, what? I know. Oh, that, that's a... And stay down. So there we yeah, go. That's just like, you know, that is uncalled for. <laughs> All right, guys, something that uh, people have been undertaking during oh, the various... Go, here we go, the, the, the lead-up to the topic of the week. Here we go. <laughs> during our various lockdowns, you know, working from home, all that sort of business for, for, that we've been doing in 2020 and 2021, has been to engage in a bit of self-improvement. And I don't mean <laughs> surgery in the, uh, in the shed or something, but uh, so this could be like trying to cook a bit of, better loaf of bread. Or learning another language, as God. I've been doing. Undertaking some arts and crafts, or even getting fitter. Stop groaning. However, even before what we've been going through now, back in the 80s and the 90s specifically, we had an explosion of self-help gurus. So it was books and TV shows, and now we get it on YouTube. Special apps designed to help you. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're doing fitness or uh, trying to lose weight, Exercise, fitness, saving money, being a better person. What do we think about all this? Oh, what is this topic? I mean, <laughs> what a completely – you really uh, – do you really want to alienate all our listeners or just I, some I, of them? I don't try and alienate our listeners. Your obnoxious positions usually do that. So what I want to know is – well, so Our experience yes. has made us more introspective. So, well, yes, true. I think – it's a, it's a worthy topic. M- Michael Jackson even wrote a song about it, didn't he? I'm the man in the mirror. That's where the changes are going to start. And we've had plenty of time looking at ourselves in the mirror. So, yeah. Yes, let's, it's true. Let's just, it's true. They're, they're, we're, we're spending an awful lot of time with ourselves at the moment. Uh, you know, we can't go out and escape things. And so you try and find things to do. I don't know. Now, Dr. Raven, you have a young Raven at your home. Are there activities that you've been trying to get her to, to be involved in during this crappy lockdown sort of situation? Not really. No, I don't think being involved. I mean, you know, you you take her to the park, you go for a bit of a walk, pretty much those are the only things. She keeps finding a way home again. Is that what you're saying? The what, sorry? <laughs> she keeps finding her way home again, even though Correct. you take her to the park that's, and that's, Yeah, that's right. You go there, you leave her there. No. Um, no, but those are the sorts of things we're doing. I mean, we're not really doing much more than that. I've well, always been an introspective person anyway. Right. Um, so for me, 
the lockdown is is painful, but it's not as painful as it may be for a lot of people. Who, who might live with you. The question I had for you is, have you yourself tried to do anything differently? Or is because you're kind of a hermit anyway, an old hermit, you haven't been doing anything quite quite different? Old hermit and the twins. Correct. You haven't done anything uh, different? You're, you're just business as usual? Um, have I done anything? No, look, it's pretty much business as usual. The, the only thing, the, the thing I've missed the most is not being able to travel um, internationally. Um, you know, but that, that's, I guess that's done in that's done in chunks at a time. So it's not like you can say, "Well, I'm not doing this each day, so I'm filling it by doing something different." That's so. right. That, that's right. So it's a very it's it's done maybe I don't know every six months, every year. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's so that's the thing I've missed the most. But generally, everything else has been, you know, going on pretty steadily. I still it still affects me psychologically and I try to do some things differently. I try to go for a bit of a walk and all that sort of stuff. Okay, well, hold on. That's a new thing because you don't don't normally go for I don't always succeed because I'm always working. Um, You know, and and what I found is, uh, you know, it's very hard to draw the distinction between this this is work time, this is is not work time. Because I'm a bit of a workaholic anyway, I'm always checking that email. You know, that email comes in, someone asks, asks a question, you know, you know the answer. It's probably a stupid question anyway. So you jump in and you start answering the question and it's two in the morning or it's, you know, <laughs> it's seven o'clock at night when you should be watching a movie. Right. So, um, you know, those, I, I suppose those things are the negative things that I've done differently. Right. Audio. But then having, having oh, thought on, about it, on. if I, Having thought about it, if I if we weren't in lockdown, yes, and that's a beautiful ear you have. There, so, um, having, that's how <laughs> that's how dodgy we, the sand is for him. He needs it up close. Even even if we weren't in lockdown, yes, um, I would I would often bring work home anyway. So I'd still probably be doing that at at seven o'clock anyway, answering an email or you know whatever. Um, I may not be doing it as often. That's okay. pretty much it. All right, yeah. you shush for a minute. So, Pete, um, is there anything you've been doing as sort of a self-help or self-improvement during the lockdowns? Well, for, fortunately, I've been one of the in one of the industries where I can continue working. So, in some ways, uh, our life hasn't been that much different. Um, uh, I still go to work and come home and that sort of thing. So you're but, telling me that the three of us are pretty useless <laughs> because yeah. we're all just doing what we were doing anyway. Uh, especially when we had a few, quite a few months off, and you you go through that thing where you try to make improvements around the house and mm. and do all the things around the house that you you've neglected them for seven years, and you think, yeah. oh, now could be a good time to do the dishes. Yeah, I think like, <laughs> dishes that have been sitting in the sink for a while. Yes. Um, as for as for like self improvement, yes, languages is one thing I've been trying to uh, to, to learn. Mandarin and, and German. Have you been trying to do in Mandarin as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, as you know, I've worked in China and I still yeah. I picked up a little bit there. And whenever I see a Chinese person in the community now here in Australia or someone who I think may speak Mandarin, maybe that may be the best. You best. follow them and listen to them? I'll, I'll say ni hao and that always brightens up their day. Right. Their own language from someone they don't expect it from. Um, just uh, things like that. 
will help. Also, um, I'm watching a lot of YouTube how-to videos, like uh, some technical things I have to learn about some equipment I'm using. Yep. And um, and YouTube's a great teacher, so you do have time to sit down and actually educate yourself a little bit. Uh, I actually learnt. I actually learnt a little while back how to do some. Uh, I know this sounds a bit dodgy. Some home plumbing by looking at a YouTube channel. So our our sink, the the tap had stopped working or, or had come out, and I thought, oh, what am I going to do? It's going to cost me a freaking squillion dollars to get something. And then, oh, let's look on YouTube. And there it was. I found out how to do it, and it fixed it up straight away. But, look, we, we, this isn't entirely what I was trying to get at. What I was trying to get at is what do we think about uh, the sorts of books that have been going around for all these years. Like, look, we back when we went to buy a house. Oh, come on, I mean, yeah, go on. I'll let you finish. Go tell you. Thank you. Back when we went to buy a house in in the year two thousand, there was that thing, uh, a book that came out that said how to pay your house off in fifteen years or something by someone who did it in eight. And I got that and I thought, oh, what a great, you know, when you you. First, get a house and it says, "Here's your mortgage payments for the rest of your life," and you think, oh, "Holy crap! How am I going to do this quicker?" And I and I got this self-help book. I can't oh, remember God, who did it. God, stop droning on. Just get to the point. Just shut up. And I read through this stuff, and a lot of it, in order to do it, you had to stop enjoying your life. So she would go through and she'd say these things: buy bulk, get a freezer, and buy bulk. Don't get Foxtel. Don't get pay TV. Don't do this. Don't do that. And, and all you effectively would be doing is just paying your house off. Yes. It was a good idea. She, clearly, this woman was able to do it, and she thought, "Well, I, I think can." Do I know it. the book you're talking about. Yeah, it's sort An, of Anita, yellow, Anita, yellow. Anita. Yeah, yeah, Anita. Someone. Yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, that's that's a good thing. But at some point, when you're reading those things. You know, it's a bit like the way people read the Bible. You pick and choose the bits that you like and the bits that sort of speak to you. Um, but what about some of the other ones that are out there? I know uh, there's a, Audio Pete has a prop, I believe. What's the one you've got there? Well, this is an older one. This one goes back to the 1930s. It's one that everyone's either, either some, some people either read, but they've all heard of it, which is How to Win Friends and Influence People, which most losers like myself will see that. <laughs> And think, oh, this is the key. <laughs> this is why my life's been going wrong. I but, haven't got any. I've never influenced people. So but is it one of those books? Is it one of those books like uh, Brief History of Time that people buy and then put it on the shelf and don't read, or or have you actually oh, read it? It's actually a very easily read, read book, and it's it's badly titled because it's more a book about how to successfully get along with people. Okay, and, so and how to. Well, especially now with my I, with my work over the last year, I've I've been running a team of people, which is a new thing for me. Usually, I'm one of the plebs at the bottom of the scale, but this year I've had the chance to run a team of people, and it's it's a very good guide as to how to resolve conflicts and how to work with people so that they're happy to work. Yeah, and, look, and that you're you're happy working with them. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean, really I mean, the qu- the, broken the, down into well, for most I don't know I haven't read a lot of self help books, so I don't know if they're like novels to read or whether they're like uh, a guide, you know, step-by-step guide, do this, then do that, then do the next. But this one's broken down into lots of small chapters on how to uh, to succeed in certain situations. So it's situational rather than a blanket sort of thing. Yeah, just things like um, one of the early things, 
uh, is uh, never to criticise, condemn or complain. When when workers complain amongst each other, it's like the um, a, a social lubricant, you know, that you <laughs> complain about the, the company. And team building. It's company. team building as well. Always have a thing, but but um, but I found that like if you've got a complaint, it's better to re- resolve that issue rather than just sit there and complain about it. And plus, it brings it can bring other people down. And I found I've I tried to use that in work, and I found that it's it actually does help make a better work environment when you, or you don't complain about a person, you know, uh, if someone's bothering you, don't just sit there complaining about them. So do uh, you think that that book was written? And I, I'm, I'm thinking back to some of the ones we were just talking about uh, that are more that recent. Covey? Covey wrote that book, didn't he? Um, had uh, Dale Carnegie. Carnegie, I thought it was. Yeah. It was either Covey or Carnegie. Um, yeah, he, he wrote a few other things about Along a similar vein, but that's the one he's most famous yeah, for. Yeah, but, but but let me just say this because the right. question is the, the the question is you know what do we think about these self help books? Right, here's the answer. Right, <laughs> get it right. Some of them some some of them um, are, are are based in really good ideas. Right, principally very very good foundations and really good ideas, and you need right. to. Um, you know, you need to execute on those ideas in order, regardless of how, you know, non-palatable they may be, you need to execute on those ideas in order to implement the methodology, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's the other self-help books, which are just complete scams. We've talked about scams on the Well, that's what I was kind of getting at, because there's a lot that are out there where they're... So the Anita, the Anita book yeah, yeah. Um, is probably based on foundationally good ideas. Don't get your your pay TV, extra money in the bank. Use yep. that to pay your mortgage. Yep. You may not feel comfortable about that, but it's sound advice. It makes sense, right? It makes sense. Whereas then there's all these other ones that come up with all these ideas, you know, make create a business, create a a passive income stream. Quick oh, fixes. What's mm-hmm. that? You don't know how to do that. I've got a course that I can sell you that will tell you how to do that. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. sell you this course. And then they sell you the $500 course, which people yep. can afford. People go to the $500 course, it's a big pile of shit. The $500 <laughs> course is usually advertising for the $30,000 course. Um, yep. and, and that's why some of those other books are just a big pile of shit. Then there's also the books, the, the self-help books, which are based, which are baseless, right? So they're not based in any evidence at all. Such as? Spirituality, crystal healing, right? Um, you know, um, chakras. Get get your chakras moving for your career. You know, your career can never be good unless you've got an amethyst crystal sitting on your desk or some other shit like that. Yeah. Right? There's all those books, right? And, and 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 seriously, anyone out there, if you believe any of those books, that having some aquamarine or some other you know chakra magic stone or whatever. You know, come on, man. We're living in 2021. Okay, but hold believe, on. Hold if on. you believe that, if you believe that, you can't be helped. Okay, but hold on. What if what if what that offers the person is a an internal sort of confidence to then feel that they can do something that they possibly didn't feel they could do before? So I, you know, I I also believe that those crystal things are a load of bollocks. But if someone chooses to wear one around their neck on a nice chain 
and it makes them feel oh, I feel more connected. I feel like I can take on the world and do whatever it is. Isn't that still having a positive effect? Are you, are you more concerned about that, or that someone might make money from it, which is? I'm concerned thinner. about. Uh, I'm concerned about both. Both yep. are concerning. The person making money from that is making money from a big pile of shit. <laughs> they're, they're, they're making them, and and some of them are making a lot of money. It, it, I, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm suffering when I realize how <laughs> I gullible some people are. When, yes. I, when I sit here and I realize the gullibility of people, it genuinely makes me suffer. I think okay, in one but, of the previous... Hang on! We did say it in the scams one, yes. We said it in the scams. In one of the previous podcasts, you said to me, um, would I take advantage of a person if I could? And the answer is right. absolutely not, because I would just feel so terrible about it. feel like it. there's a however coming up. No, I'm, I wouldn't. I would. I just wouldn't. I would feel. I couldn't live a good life with, with me knowing that I'd taken advantage of someone. If you if you feel good by hanging a crystal around yes, your neck, yes. that's not great, right? Because you are feeling good without reality. You are feeling good about you. you the best way to feel good is to believe in as many true things as, as there are and reduce the number of false things in your life. Yeah, right? but hold on, hold on. If someone if someone has uh, carries around a lucky rabbit's foot, or someone carries around some rosary beads, or whatever, and that and that helps them to feel that they can do whatever it is they need to do. They're going for an interview. I'm going to take my lucky underpants with me. What what is it that's what's the problem with that? If that if that helps them mentally to prepare for something that they're they're previously a bit nervous or anxious about doing. Look, ultimately, there's no there's no problem to it. They're, they're achieving an end goal. But the, the uh, overall um, problem is that they, they are not basing their feeling in truth. So if something comes along and shatters that thing that they're believing in, suddenly they may feel shattered. But hold Suddenly on. they may lose their confidence. That's true. But hold on. But the truth for them is so we're talking about someone maybe going for an interview. The truth for them is that they may shit themselves at interviews. They may be completely nervous. They may just fail at them all the time. But they think, oh, if I take my lucky rabbit's foot, I'll go along. And then suddenly they perform okay and it works out for them. So it comes down to function. If you're going for an interview, you have an immediate need for that function. Yeah. So if taking that lucky rabbit's foot is going to help you, by all means, you're better off being doing well at that end goal interview. Yeah. Than than not taking the rabbit foot and doing badly. That's yep. not going to help, right? That may that may in fact reinforce your false belief. Yes. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, you need to realise that that thing that you that it has helped you is a completely false belief. It's completely false. It's a complete falsehood, okay? And you need to better yourself away from that falsehood. You need to better, you know, take 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 truth from somewhere rather than falsehood from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really saying. That's what I'm really getting at, right? So a lot of those self-help books that have existed sell a falsehood. And the reason they sell a falsehood is because they want, that they, they want to make you vulnerable. If you are vulnerable, you are easy to sell to. You are easy to... That, the, the whole world exists on me trying to sell you some piece of crap that you don't need. So this would be mostly, uh, I would say, um, 
things to do with fitness or exercise or or uh, diets and particular food. Would you agree that that's a thing? There's a lot of stuff. I mean, they say the most popular book out there is a recipe book. So there's people who can be out there who suddenly, oh, this will help you lose weight or this is really good if you're a such and such uh, intolerant person, you can have this food. Um, isn't that just people taking advantage of the fact that everyone wants to get on the next great fad for the, as far as diets are concerned? It's not, you know, they're not doing it out of some sort of goodness of their heart because they, they want people to, to be better. They're just taking advantage of the fact that it's the current fad and they can, as you say, latch on to people's vulnerabilities. People are fat. People are unhappy with the, how they feel. They're unhealthy. So what's so, your point, though? What's your point? I mean, yeah, the people well, are I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to, to differentiate between, and you've kind of done it to a certain extent, the the good self-help stuff and the bad self-help stuff. Um, and it shouldn't just necessarily come down to, well, this is this is a truth and this isn't a truth, um, you know, because there's still, just because someone's making money out of something or, or taking advantage of, of someone's vulnerability, it doesn't always mean that the message or the, the thing they're selling is bad. It depends on what they're selling. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking of um, the, probably the most recent version of a very, very successful self-help book would be, you, you know of The Barefoot Investor? Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Yep. Now, that's um, written by a guy who actually doesn't live too very, too very far. He lives up uh, in King Lake, up my direction. Mm. And... Um, uh, it's it's been one of the most popular, I suppose, financial self-help books. Um, it costs money to buy it, of mm. course, and people make money from that. But um, it's actually full of really good advice about how to how to save and set goals. Again, it's one of those books that people will read the very first bit of it, not get yeah, all the way put it down. It. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm, I, I know the book you're you're talking about, and yeah. I've I've read parts of it, and it it is a good book. And again, um, it, it's it's based in some good reality, saving money, not spending money, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The, the the only thing that I, that makes me feel uncomfortable about that book um, is it's it's almost used as a platform to then sell his the guy's financial services and right. and his and his finance and you know he's got this finance newsletter will tell you how to invest will tell you what to invest in blah 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 you know and and all of that advice may indeed be good advice um but it just makes me feel at that level of discomfort right so so there's a spectrum of these things i'm I, i'm not let me get be straight i'm not suggesting that he's a scam artist in fact mm. I, th I think he's he's probably not, um, and, and it's the same way as the, the that Anita book that we mentioned at the start. I, mm. I certainly don't think you know she was just a normal housewife and she made a ton of money from selling that book. And bloody hell, good on her, you know, good on her. She was selling good advice, but but you, but in my view, she was probably a little bit more credible because she was asking people to do hard stuff. Mm. Don't pay for your don't pay you know stop smoking. Don't pay for your pay tv and she was more credible because she wasn't selling anything else well wasn't she just also an average person as well yeah, she wasn't a, but, yeah. But, but yeah she's an average person she wrote a book she wasn't selling anything else she's, she's saying right here's here's what's worked for me here's my research this is what worked for me buy my book take it on board if you don't want to take it on board or you don't want to buy my book i don't care right <laughs> whereas 
Whereas the, the barefoot investor, he does have an on service that he's selling. I'm Anita Bell is her name, by the way. That that's it, Anita Bell. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen her interviewed a few times. Yeah, nice lady, really nice lady. Um, you know, barefoot investor. I've seen him interviewed. He's a he's a nice guy as well, competent guy. I've read his book, as I said. Uh, again, he, but he's sort of using that as a platform to sell. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just a little bit lower credibility on my scale. Do you think he he thought that when he first went into it, or yeah, he probably so did. it so it does come across that way. I, I haven't read it, so I don't know whether it comes across as someone who is giving you a bit so that they can then get you to buy a lot more. Um, you know, and like you said, you... I didn't get that from Anita Bell. I didn't feel that from her. Yeah, uh, and, and again, um, yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get that from reading The Barefoot Investor either. Okay. I've got to be honest. I've read his book and I thought, oh, yeah, this guy, what he's saying is making sense. That's It's fine. Um, but I'm just saying, on a scale of credibility, he's just like one peg lower. Yeah. Then there's a whole bunch of other self-help books. A lot of them are oriented around finances. Um, and I don't want to say anything bad about them um, because I, I'm actually, you know, in – we're, we're, we're very litigious and, <laughs> you know. Right. Well, we're, all we're doing is commenting on, on how we feel about it. would scam in the same <laughs> Yeah, I, look, I, I, but I would say that I don't think that's what you were getting at with him. But um, the things that I, I follow, some of the stuff I look at on YouTube, um, occasionally when I get bothered by someone online, and this might be something more, a bit more related to what, audio pete was talking about um i get annoyed with someone and i think oh what's the way to deal with them and i click and i look for something on youtube and there's a good group that i occasionally look at and they're called charisma university and it's a couple of these young guys and they talk about techniques on how to deal with the same sort of thing peter was talking about whether it's conflict or how to um make how to appeal to people uh how to um get along with others when you're in awkward situations. It's just little snippets. But at the end of it, they'll say, if you want to know more, why not enroll in our course for blah, blah, blah. But they give you enough, I think, in the in the videos that you don't necessarily have to do that. So for that, I'm okay with that because they're, they're only selling it to people who, you know, they're not saying, oh, you, if you're going to succeed in this completely, you really need to buy this bit. They're saying if you do want to know more, you can follow it. And there's a lot of that stuff online. Um, that's We don't buy books as much anymore because we can just find this stuff out online. And if you, speaking of podcasts, there are a squillion podcasts out there to help you improve in certain areas. And there'll be people who are experts on this and that, and, and they're trying to get you to subscribe to their podcast. So... Yeah, maybe maybe that's the new way that these books are, are done. Maybe it is, and and it is. There are people that there there are a lot of people who are selling things and on selling things, who who are holding podcasts and wanting you to subscribe to their podcast for the purpose of selling you things. Mm. I mean, that's that's I, I just yeah. But they I, don't I necessarily have to get money from you. They can have sponsorships or they can have advertising. They can have sponsorships. Way. They yeah. could be selling your information. They could have advertising. There's a lot there. You know, we've got none of those. We're not sponsored. We don't have. No, no, we, we're just having a chat. <laughs> we're just having a chat. That's that's a bit different. We're not really yeah. selling anything, are we? <laughs> you know, of uh, making money through getting an audience. What's the point in trying to grow an audience 
for a podcast, you know, you're after advertising. Uh, you well, that, that's some... the question. Maybe yeah. that's the question. Is that the difference between someone being prepared to sell their soul by trying to bend people over and extract money out of them? It's just a little bit of success, a little bit of, uh, you know, positive feedback for, for the thing they're doing. And they think, hey, I could probably make money out of this. Isn't that just the natural next step for every topic? Well, look, if I've got no problem with making money, because if, if if we're providing this content, for example, and someone wanted and it became popular and we grew an audience and someone wanted to pay us money to provide this content, yes. there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. What is what what might be wrong with it is if I go away and I endorse a product. Right. If I go away, and, and <laughs> what I, product might that be? Well, I don't know. If I go and endorse a, a brand of microphone or something, nice. Right? You know, if I endorse a brand of microphone, um, and and I get paid to endorse that, that that's a problem. That that's like yeah. you know the the old uh, cash for comment uh, uh, argument. Yes, you know? yes, that's um, uh, and, not and, a good. And that could be a very serious, um, a, a very serious problem, and and that's what I find a lot of people do. Um, you know, and 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 I've got no other way of putting it. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just. Do you think? Do you think that if people are motivated by making profit like that, that it that somehow gets in the way of them actually giving good advice? I think it. I think it can be. Yeah, absolutely, it can be. Absolutely. I mean, imagine if you've got. Imagine if you've got a really popular podcast, and um, and it's supported and endorsed by. I don't know, some company that brings out products. And some, that company brings out a product that that's a terrible product. Mm. Well, what do you do now? You can't really comment on that product. You, I mean, you could and you would lose. I mean, me, what I would do, I would comment. I would comment on that product. And if I lost sponsorship, so be it. That's what would happen with me. But there's a lot of people that may not comment on the bad product. They may not even mention it at all so that they don't lose sponsorship. There are, yeah, there are a couple of there are a couple of things, especially on uh, YouTube. So I watch, being a science fiction fan, I watch a lot of things on YouTube where people will be discussing upcoming films or TV shows or episodes that have been on. And some of them, they will there'll be a break in the middle of the YouTube thing, and there's an ad that comes on. Now I can deal with that, but sometimes some of them pause and they say, "Let me tell you about this new brand of shoes." And so then they'll talk about that for a, yes. a minute, and then they yes. go back to what he's talking. And I think to myself, "Hold on a minute." I, I feel less comfortable about you telling me about that brand of shoes that you clearly are not a shoe expert on. You're just doing that to make money than if an ad had come on and it was just trying to sell me. The other thing they do is when they say at the end of it, they'll say, and why don't you buy our pricking the bubble T-shirt? And they're trying to make money again. We don't have any, so don't worry. They, they're trying to make money using themselves as the product now when they're talking about something else. So if I do a, a podcast talking about, let's make something up, Star Trek, and then I talk about it, I review an episode, and at the end of it, I try and t sell you a Star Trek shirt that includes my logo and my information on it, I find that even more obnoxious because it's less, you're not doing it about the thing that you cared about anymore. You're now trying to make money and you're taking advantage of people who like that particular topic and try to make money from it. So, and I know it's very easy to, to complain about that when you're coming from a position in a podcast where you're not trying to sell anything and you're not trying to take advantage of a product that we might have. 
but I find that more annoying than an ad just popping up in the middle of something. Is no, am I alone I, with that? I don't or? know. I don't know why you would you would find that annoying though. I mean, I don't think you should find that annoying. With again, a person is providing content in a podcast or in a YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And now they are taking steps to promote themselves. And they're taking steps to make money. No, no, I understand money. promoting themselves. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. No, but hang on. They're, they're taking steps to promote themselves. They're taking steps to buy money, uh, to, 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 to make money from that podcast or that mm-hmm. YouTube. And, and part of that is to, I don't know, request money from Patreon supporters. Part of that's going to be... Well, that's um, entirely voluntary, so yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, but hang on, hang on. Part of that is to sell a product, maybe a T-shirt they've designed, whatever the case might be. They may not be a designer. The podcast may not be on design, but mm. they still put some dodgy T-shirt together to, to... Now, the listener has absolutely no compulsion to buy that. Mm. They can choose to buy... So there's nothing wrong with that person. Um, there's nothing wrong with that person wanting to, you know, do that. I don't see anything wrong with that at all, to be perfect. I didn't say there's necessarily anything wrong with it. I'm saying it, it sits better with me if it's less... Um, I, I can't think of the right words for it, but it, it, it feels... Uh, if an advertiser breaks into a TV show, it's better than the TV show having a whole lot of bottles of Coke or a whole lot of bottles of Pepsi in the middle of that TV show. You know, like, say... Janet, come over here and give me a kiss. And he holds up a bottle of Coke in front of the, the screen. That, to me, it, it messes with the integrity of the of the actual product itself, which would be the show or the podcast or the review of whatever it is. I don't want it. You know, we always complain about product placement in a movie. If we see that, it's very obvious and it, it jars with me. It, it shakes me out of what it is I'm, I'm watching. It's right. no different if they do that in a podcast or if they do that in a self-help. Imagine if this is a self-help book and say this next chapter is brought to you by McDonald's. You know, it's <laughs> I, I would find that to be just as ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. What I really wanted to check with it is, um, what, what, again, what value are we giving to these things? I mean, during this lockdown, there's a lot a lot of people have been focused on trying to improve themselves. And that makes them, as we've discussed in several other podcasts, that makes them, when they're looking for something, more vulnerable, more open to being swindled or more open to yeah, being I, taken I advantage of. And while there's no, there is no problem with someone baking 60 loaves of sourdough over a 60-day period and improving on it and, and you know, uh, varying recipes to try and get something slightly different – if someone is then trying to sell you something so that you can do that, they are taking advantage of the situation. Well, and to I some know, level they are, yeah. And Absolutely. I know that's, again, supply and demand. If there's people out there making sour dough loaves every day, maybe they want that sort of stuff. But, you know, at some point, are we going to be looking at this this uh, period of time and saying, well, this was the, this was the most swindled period of time that, in human history because – we were captive. We were stuck at home. We were looking for something to do. We had so much time on our, ha- on our hands that we couldn't go outside and do things uh, that we were ripe for the picking for anyone who was going to try and, you know, hook us into some sort of help, self-help thing. There's going to be an awful lot of people out there who will suddenly be experts in a lot of stuff that maybe they won't need once they get to the other side of uh, the, the uh, lockdowns that we're in. 
do we care? Is that is this just you know let people do what they want? What 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 do we care? Well, I mean, ultimately, you've got to let people do what they want. It's it's really their choice to do things, and it's mm. really their choice to work out what they need in their life and whether they're being swindled or not. My, my I I would take another I would take another take on on this whole thing. We're, we're being told, we're almost being boxed in and saying, right, you've got this lockdown, you, you, you should be improving yourself. Well, what about those people that aren't improving themselves? Maybe they can't, maybe they don't, they're, they're not capable of improving themselves. You know, maybe they have no interest in improving themselves. I think it, 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 it creates a lot of de- depressive behavior for those people. There are people out there who are jogging and running and doing everything and improving themselves, learning 10 languages, and then there's me sitting there doing nothing. (laughs) Why am I doing nothing? But you know what? It's fine to do nothing. It's Mm. okay to do nothing. It's absolutely okay to just be you, be with yourself, be in the moment, whatever. If you want to go and jog and you want to go and walk and you want to bake sourdough, whatever you want to do, go and do those things. But it's also okay to do nothing. Yeah, that's true. I guess... There has been a lot of pressure of people to to yeah, do stuff during this time. Uh, you hear it on the radio. There's a lot of they say, "Oh, what have you been doing during lockdown?" And that can probably leave people to thinking, to you know, like, "Oh shit, I haven't been doing anything. What that's I right. feel like I've been missing out. What should I be doing?" So maybe that's another aspect. Yeah, I hadn't, no, really, I hadn't I, really considered that. I guess. No, absolutely. I've pricked your bubble. There you, you go. You have. There you go. I was wondering what that was. Thank you. Um, Audio, Pete. Yes. Any, any, any thoughts? <laughs> well, I, I, I think that uh, there, there is some pressure to have made good use of this time that we've got been spending at at home, and some people just want to veg and binge watch whatever's on on Gro- Netflix. Growing their COVID baby, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, not particular, not want to particularly improve themselves. <laughs> So and like maybe said, maybe they're the ones who'll be improving themselves afterwards because they'll be fat, they'll be depressed, and they'll come out of lockdown like a, as I've said before, like a little baby bird coming out of an egg, you know, blinking yeah. their eyes at the sunlight, and people will say, "You need to maybe lose a little bit of weight there." <laughs> they'll be like, right. okay. Uh, just driving around during lockdown, there are far more people out in the streets than there ever was during normal pre-COVID times. Do you the, think so? Yeah, oh, the people everywhere driving through Altham the other day. I thought we're in the middle of this very harsh lockdown, and there was and everyone's outside. <laughs> everyone, or, or put it this way, pedestrians. Not so many cars, but a lot of pedestrian people exercising, walking. Um, oh, yeah, okay. I've seen a few riding bikes. Yeah, because that's the only the reason they be out for. So that that's what they're doing. Mm. Um, so that's a self self help in some way. Maybe some people are getting more. Active. Than they would have been normally. Look, just I, I, they're told they're not allowed to go out. Well, that's right. Look, there, there is one thing I would say, and I, I certainly did it during our, our lockdown last year, so the 2020 lockdown, um, when they said you're allowed to have one hour of exercise a day, and everyone complained. Oh, they were like, oh, what? I want to go outside. And I'm thinking to myself, you people don't do an hour of exercise a day anyway. What are you talking about? <laughs> So we all did. I went out and walked. You know, I. Yes. It, look, it, it's it probably was a good thing, and I, I reckon they should probably say that. You know, afterwards, maybe it's good keeping us locked in because 
we do make better use of the time when we go outside. If we're not spreading a virus to someone, we go outside and we go, oh, right, I'm going to just go straight, get my shopping, come straight home again, or I'm going to go to the doctor and then I'll come home. I'm going to go for an hour walk. None of this other mucking around and, and, you know, stuffing around at the shops or walking around for seven hours, you know, maybe maybe it's it's good. It gets us keeps us on track. Yeah, maybe. yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I'll probably get poo-pooed by others for saying that, but who knows? <sighs> All right, look, I don't know what the hell we've done with this one here, but we'll <laughs> I might call it a call it a bit of a random wave, one, really, isn't it? A bit of a random one, yeah. I'll wave the white flag. Maybe self-help's okay. Self improvement, who knows? Look, all all, all I can wow. say is, um, <laughs> all, all I can say to people, self help is really within yourself. You know what you need to do. You right. know how to save money, right? You know how to lose weight. Okay, if you know, do more, waste more energy than energy that you're consuming. That that's going to help you lose weight. Don't spend more than what you got. That's going to help you save money. See. You don't need mm. 10 books to tell you how to do that. However, you can send money to Dr. Raven. <laughs> yeah, I'll, send, I'll, leave, I'll leave the postcodes in as part of the video. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. Thank you, Audio Pete. Thank you, Dr. Raven. Thank you, Mike Delama. Thank you. I will. Thank you. Thanks, Audio Pete. I will Mike go Delama. back to... Uh, we'll do this another time. I'll go back and learn a bit more Mandarin. All right. Yeah, I don't know anything about Mandarin, but I've had a, a few in my time. Very well done, well done. All right, see you in the next one. All right, bye-bye. Thank you, bye-bye.